The National Disability Insurance Scheme is back in the headlines. A new report's been released suggesting that the rollout of the program is behind schedule by at least a year. And the agency in charge of the rollout has also been criticised for rushing disability plans through in order to meet targets. Now, Michael, a couple of governments have been trying to get this right for a number of years now, haven't they? Yeah, look, Nat, it's the cost of implementing the NDIS that's been one of the biggest issues both sides of our politics have had to grapple with. Labor introduced the policy when uh, it was in office and the coalition backed it in, but it's been the coalition government in general that's had to deal with the implementation of the plan, especially over the last four or five years. It's going to cost the budget about $22 billion a year once it's fully operational. The Productivity Commission has released this report this week suggesting that more work is needed to improve the rollout and for uh, more analysis on all of this we're joined on the line by the former Disability Discrimination Commissioner Graham Innes. Graham, thanks for your time this Sunday. Oh, it's great to be with you, Michael. Now, the scheme is meant to be fully operational by mid-2020, but the report by the Productivity Commission, it's pretty damning. Is it as bad as it, is it, as, bad as, it sounds? Well, I actually don't think the report is damning, Michael. The first two uh, things that the report recognises is that this is an extraordinarily complex uh, scheme to roll out and, uh, and also that um, the agency are doing uh, a... a um, a solid job of a difficult task. So I don't agree that the report is damning, um, but um, there are issues and there are glitches. And I'm old enough to remember when um, Medibank was uh, was started back in the 70s and uh, there were issues and glitches around that and, and um, it was always expected uh, that there would be issues, particularly given the speed at which the um, scheme uh, went through the parliament because uh, the... Uh, Julie Gillard and, and uh, Jenny um, Macklin realised that uh, if they weren't able to pass the scheme before the election, uh, it may well not have um, been passed by the Abbott government. So given all of those things, I, I think we have to give this some context. However, I'm not saying that the, um, the Productivity Commission is wrong. Uh, the agency have worked hard to roll the scheme out and uh, the commission says, and I think it's true, that they've focused on quantity over quality. Mm. So they've been they've been hitting the numbers that they have to hit, but in the process they've been doing things like um, telephone planning meetings, which have proved to be problematic, and they stopped doing that now. Um, but is this? I mean, this is the issue, isn't it? Rushing these plans through to meet perhaps targets that that for me that is a big concern. Oh, look, it's a concern. Um, there's no question about that. Um, the government has been pressuring the agency to to hit the targets, but um, the government has been overly controlling about the scheme. So they've introduced a lot of um, uh, stronger controls than were initially in the in the scheme. And you know you can't have your cake and eat it. So um, if you want the if you want the agency to to hit the targets, you've got to give it the the flexibility and the the capacity to um, to move to address those targets. And because, interestingly, because oh, Graham, I was going to say, I was going to say, Graham, that one of the issues that you've raised there, um, it's also there was some concerns that the scheme was being rorted at one stage. Oh, look, um, every scheme that governments uh, roll out uh, such as this 
whether it's uh, welfare benefits, um, whether it's Medicare, whether it's the NDIS, um, there is always the suggestion that they're being rorted. I have to say, in my experience, the suggestions are usually much uh, greater than the reality. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so much conversation about the, wealthy, the rorting of our welfare system, and frankly, the, the figures, when you look at the stats, it's minuscule, the amount of uh, people that take advantage of the system. So I think we have to um, be a bit careful when we when we make that um, allegation. Mm. But um, so, the, so the agency is, is caught, really, between delivering on the numbers and targets um, and this incur- increased bureaucracy and the fact that um, the, the, bud- the government has been incredibly tight on, on budget. And I, suppose, I think the other thing to remember about a scheme like this is the um, predictions in terms of numbers and costs are made by actuaries, and actuaries are very well qualified and they make their best efforts to make predictions. But in the end, they are only predictions. And, um, uh, and so, uh, you know, th- there's got to be some recognition that, uh, that um, more people than were actually thought would apply will apply, mm. and that costs may increase. I mean, that's the reality of any uh, future prediction uh, for a scheme such as this. Where do you think we need to go from here? Is it a matter of more staff getting on board so that we can get these plans rolled out? Um, you know, people that, people that need the NDIS need it now. What, yeah. what do you think we need to do to get back on track to make sure the budget doesn't blow out at the same time? What, what, are, what are some solutions here? Well, the two things that you've just mentioned are sort of contra contrary to each other, uh, and that's problematic. Um, mm. We do need to get the, uh, the scheme back on track, and, um, and for that there is a need for increased staff um, of, in the agency. That will cost more money. So um, government have said that um, they will, uh, the scheme will uh, hit its timetables, and I think that um, that means that they might have to put some more resources into the scheme. Um, because as, as I've said, that those two things um, are contrary to each other. But I think we do need to, to look more at quality. There have been some uh, concerns by families who, uh, and people with disabilities who haven't um, been as, as happy with the delivery of the scheme as, as one might hope for. And uh, that's, that, that's not the way the scheme was, uh, was shaped and, and, and was to be developed. Now, Graham, um, you... Well, I was going to say, Graeme, you're talking about uh, the money and we've been talking about how it's going to cost $22 billion by mid-2020 to roll out every year. Now, the government has been trying to lift the Medicare levy by half a percent to pay for the program. Labor doesn't seem too keen to support that. Where do you think this will land in terms of uh, raising the Medicare levy to pay for the NDIS? Well, I have a general view, Michael, that um, as Australians, we need to pay more taxes. Um, you know, when we look at our various uh, systems of welfare, the National Disability Insurance Scheme, the health system, they're creaking. They are really creaking because uh, we've lived with governments who uh, have, have all bowed to the God, and I mean Labor and Liberal governments, have all bowed to the God of lower taxes. So uh, as a general comment, I think that um, we, we do need to pay more tax. Now, one way to do that is the Medicare levy. Um, I understand the logic behind Labor's uh, opposition to it, but in the end, maybe that is the best thing to do. Okay, Graham. Well, thanks so much for your insight. Really appreciate your time this Sunday evening. Great to talk with you. That's Graeme Innes there, the former Disability Discrimination Commissioner, talking about the rollout of the NDIS. Very keen to hear your thoughts on the issue, especially if you are already involved with the NDIS or you're trying to get onto a scheme. What do you think about the idea of the Medicare levy funding it? Do you agree with Graham Innes that we need more taxes? Not sure that'll go down too well. Give us a call, one three one eight seven three.